0: WXDX FM Pittsburgh. The down the walls.
1: If you want to know how replay has taken excitement out of football, consider that terrific catch DeAndre Hopkins made for that touchdown in the fourth quarter for Houston yesterday, when Hopkins tipped it to himself while he was tangled up with Joe Hayden. What a terrific catch. One of the best all year. But that catch didn't get the big pop from the crowd. It should have. Or even from the announcers on TV. Because you had to wait for the replay. You held back because of the replay. We will never exalt 100% on a play like that again. Because we are now conditioned to wait for the replay. And by the time we see the replay, the buzz is cut in half because it ain't live. I want to get the calls right. But replay is robbing football of a lot of things. Most of all, it's emotion. So, hey, replaying football, guess what? You just made the list. The list brought to you by Matt Marks Plum and on a name you can trust. I want your comments on the Steelers cutting Harrison and it playing out like you had to figure it might. Harrison signing with New England last hour. A lot of funny stuff on Twitter. It's just a playbook grab and he'll play us with a chip on his shoulder, but he's done. That's from Jake. Jake, you're right that he's done. As far as playing the Steelers with a chip on his shoulder, it's hard to imagine him even getting out on the field enough to utilize having that chip on his shoulder. Guy doesn't play special teams. I don't see what New England sees in James Harrison, uh, although they are lacking when it comes to the pass rush. Again, I stress, Harrison played just 40 snaps with the Steelers all year. He stinks, he's washed up, the Steelers know it. And that's why they cut him, because they don't care if he goes to New England. Just don't. Tweet from uh, Chop, who says, Mike Tomlin is the guy you should be pissed at. It's not a good couple of weeks for him. Why would I be pissed at Mike Tomlin? Doesn't think the guy's good enough. So we cut him. What's wrong with that? And again, if Harrison wants to go to New England, he can go to New England. But Steeler Nation should look upon him as a traitor. You could be traitorous and indulge logical business at the same time. There would have been nothing wrong with Harrison just not playing. With Harrison not going to a team, he's accused of cheating. Again, whatever. And people are tweeting, well, you just don't like the guy. You're right, I don't like the guy. I don't like domestic abusers. I don't know, Harrison had that good game, his only good game this year against the Chiefs, and New England might play the Chiefs. Did that have something to do with it? Boy, that's awful, awful, fragile ground to make a move on. Then again, does it matter who the last guy on your roster is? Will Harrison even get a jersey? come game day with New England. In some respects, we're probably overreacting horribly to all this. Let's go to Jack in Dormont. Jack, you're on the Mark Madden Show.
2: Hey, Mark. Great to hear the best guy in sports, is Trooper, and on after Christmas when whenever a lot of people were taken off. Couldn't agree with you more about Harrison. He's a despicable human being, and I actually compare him back. I got a few years on you, but... Uh, to Greg Lloyd, you like to root for for a team, and you like to feel like you're well, like- Greg Lloyd was a racist. Remember who wore that Greg shirt? Lloyd
1: would wear a shirt that said "Real men are black." That's okay. a racist shirt. And imagine- if you don't believe me, go out in the street wearing a shirt that says "Real men are white."
2: Exactly. That's why I like cheering for the Penguins so much. Because
1: well, now you know, see, like- now you're kind of stirring in a little racism yourself. But the Penguins, there's no drama. There's no drama. They're not playing nearly as well as we all hope, but there's no real drama. Let's go to Grant and Wexford. Grant, you're
2: on with Double M. Hi, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. What up? Uh, so I, how much do you think that this taints uh, Harrison's ability to stay here and make a, a career for himself or, you know, carry on. like what, a lot of What career
1: work. would Harrison have made for himself, you know, if he stays here after he's done playing? I don't know,
2: businesses,
0: spokesperson, spokesperson company. There's never been a
1: bigger people. jerk. I mean, you know, uh, he, he, he represents like Schultz Ford, for example, but he doesn't do speaking for them. Maybe just as a talking head in the occasional commercial, he could do something. Uh, but does this affect his ability in Pittsburgh moving forward? I don't know. I can't speak for all those companies. But to me, a simpler way to break it down is, how could it not taint his Steeler legacy? How I think, could, I think definitely how, will. How could will. Pittsburgh not look at him as the guy who tried to glom onto an extra ring with the Patriots? Never mind if he does. Let me tell you, if the Steelers lose to New England in the playoffs— and Harrison gets an extra ring after having left, that will really tarnish his reputation here in Pittsburgh. And it should. You know, it's just business, and he can do it, but maybe he shouldn't have. I just don't see where the gain for Harrison overwhelms what he would have lost by not going to New England. What he should do is just retire. You know, I, I like how you know, people are bitching well. He can come back and retire as a Steeler. If he comes back and retires as a Steeler, then F the Steelers because at that point, they're Harrison's bitch. Yeah, go play for New England, try to beat the Steelers in the playoffs, try to get a ring at the Steelers' expense, and then come back and retire as a Steeler. F that. F that running. No friggin' way. 4-1-2-3-3-3-3-99-39. 4-1-2-3-3-3-3-99-39. I talked earlier about uh the Steelers crew of defensive backs, which has turned into a pretty good group. Uh Hayden is the glue. Good to see him back. Artie Burns is the raw talent. We thought that Sutton might replace him as a starter, but I think that Butler and Tomlin just wanted Artie to kind of chase the carry a little bit, and they got a pretty good game out of him uh yesterday at Houston. Mike Hilton is an excellent nickel and very good on the blitz. At three sacks yesterday, I mean, my God, where'd this guy come from? Sutton is an up-and-coming option, and the less Willie Gay plays, the better he plays. And I don't mean that to denigrate. Fewer snaps gets more results from Willie Gay. Nobody among the DBs is making the Pro Bowl, but nobody sucks. And for a long time, a lot more... In that defensive backfield here in Pittsburgh, a lot more sucked than didn't. And the group has just really come a long way. Like I brought up a few moments ago, uh, Joe Hayden covered DeAndre Hopkins man-to-man a lot. The man-to-man experiment is alive and well and prospering with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hey, better late than never. Could Joe Hayden cover Rob Gronkowski? With Hayden being a bigger cornerback, cornerbacks don't often cover tight ends, but Gronk is a freak. If it comes to the Steelers and Pats playing again in the AFC Championship game, is Hayden on Gronk something that could work? Let's go to Don and West Mifflin. Don, you're on with Double M. Hey,
2: Mark. I wish... Um... James Harrison was here so he could crack you in your fat head. I wish you were here so I could crack you in yours, bitch.
1: Anything else? I love the people who say I would never talk that way to Harrison's face when they would never dream of talking that way to mine. Would you, bitch? Crack you right in that head of yours. Let's go to uh, Bill on the north side. Bill, you're on with double M.
0: Double M, I'm not concerned about Harrison going to New England. First of all, he has nothing left in the tank. But I will say this, I'm on my way home from work right now, and I'm going to make my wife burn his jersey, and I'm going to videotape it, and I'm going to tweet it out tonight, because I hate him just as much as I hate Tom Brady right
1: now. (laughs) Well, tweet that out. I'll retweet it. Thank you for the call. Here's a tweet from Steve. James Harrison is, and still should be loved, as one of the more influential Pittsburgh greats. The man is a complete animal and loves to compete. You can't fault him for wanting to play, even if it is for the Pats. You were siding like a Fairweather fan, Mark. No, Steve, I'm not, because I never liked James Harrison. You can respect the player. You can dislike the man. And James Harrison going to the Pats after he didn't get his way with the Steelers, that is so typical me first, James Harrison. So typical me first, James Harrison. Let's go to John in the car. John,
0: you're on the Mark Madden show. Buddy, how you doing? Double M, terrific. Hey, I, I wanted to get your opinion on the possibility of uh, TJ Watt spying Gronk in a man coverage defense. What, what do you think about that? And if, if that don't you think that's, you that's an awful us? lot to heap on a rookie? Yeah, it is. But I also think that you know he's. He's similar in size and athletic abilities. He's not the the monster that Gronk is, but, you know, he is the same size pretty much. And, you know, I don't know, I just kind of wanted your thoughts on that. That's all. Well, I don't think he's quite as big as Gronk, is he? Nah, I mean, Gronk's got him by two inches, I think. But, I mean, compared to the rest of our DBs or a safety or, you know, Nichols covering him, I think, you know, I don't give him oh, a Oh, no, call wait. DJ, what's 6'5",
1: 236. Uh, that, that, boy, he doesn't, why would I not think he's that big? He certainly plays big. Boy, he gets up in the air. Look at that ball he batted down yesterday. So Gronk has got a couple inches on him, but that, that that's a big guy there, TJ Watt. What about my notion that they should put Joe Hayden on him? I,
0: uh, You know, I why not try it out? You know, Hayden's pretty tough. He's yeah, but he's 5'11". Strong. Now I'm looking at 25. the whole
1: roster, 5'11". Boy, maybe there's no good way to stop Rob Gronkowski especially now that James Harrison is going to tell him every plan the Steelers might have in that regard. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. we got Kenny and Latro. Please stay on hold. It's the Mark Madden Show. James Harrison is a New England Patriot. How you feel about that, stiller Nation? 10590X.
0: And now, the super genius, Mark Madden.
1: Mark Madden? It is. A double N, big fan. I think there's a better chance of me and Selena Gomez being parents to triplets. The X at 105.9. we got a ton of calls. If you're just tuning in, James Harrison is signed with the New England Patriots. He's already tweeting out photos of him smiling and hugging his new buddy, Tom Brady. It's so great to have a teammate that's older than me. Say hello, girlfriend. I mean for God's sake. Uh I know he can do what he wants. I know it's just business, although I note again, he won't make any more money for having gone to New England than if he had just sat after being cut with Pittsburgh. As a vested veteran, he was guaranteed his contract for the season, having been cut so late in the campaign. I don't think he's gonna get many snaps. I don't think he's a difference maker. If New England plays Pittsburgh, I don't think he's a difference maker if New England plays anybody in the playoffs. Pittsburgh, Jacksonville, Baltimore, uh, Kansas City, whoever. I can't for the life of me understand why New England would want him. And Pittsburgh clearly wasn't afraid to let him go. They know he sucks. They know he's not going to come back to haunt him. He barely played, just 40 snaps all year. He doesn't play special teams. He was a waste of a roster spot. He was a mascot. But certainly, it's not a good look for James Harrison. I don't think so. And I'm allowed to think that way. In Boston, the media's like, what's he supposed to do? He got cut. Meanwhile, if one of their old-timers got cut and came to the Steelers, they'd crucify him. Just how it works. At some level... Harrison going to the Patriots after 14 years with the Steelers is a betrayal. At some level, it definitely is. Let's go to Kenny and Latrobe. Kenny, you're on the Mark Madden Show. What up, man? What up?
0: Hey, yeah, I just wanted to say. I mean, I used to, I used to like James Harrison. I used to like, like the way he played the game, but. Uh... You know, when I found out from you, actually, that he was a woman-beater, I uh, went home. Well, and you didn't find
1: parents. it out from me. He was That was in all the papers
0: and well, on TV, I, I obviously. Lived of, I lived out of town for a while, so I, I wasn't around when that was hit the headlines. But, uh, yeah, I, um, I threw away his jersey, as far as I'm concerned, good riddance, and I, I don't think
2: he'll make a difference in New England.
1: I don't think he'll make a difference in New England, and that's probably the most relevant thing to talk about now. Let's go to Dan in the car. Dan. You're on the Mark Madden show.
2: What's up, Mark? What up? Hey, uh, what's the possibilities, in your opinion, that he could be used as a plant or a spy? And uh, None whatsoever. Two- Anything else?
1: That's it. Okay, goodbye. That's stupid, Dan. You're stupid. Never call again. Goodbye. Let's go to Nick in Charlotte, North Carolina. Woo! Rick Flair country. Nick, you're on the Mark Madden show.
0: Hey, Mark. How's it going? What up? Hey, I wanted to touch base again on a previous caller talking about Tomlin to blame. I had to say I kind to of To blame for what? Because, you know, Tomlin, as well as the general manager, complaining
2: of, um, you know, Harrison was already complaining about playing time. You know, you have to think he's going to sign with a, you know, contender to try to get that extra ring. So I just think the
0: timing of this, you know, couldn't be worse. Well, what you what are you talking about? The guy's a bum. If he could play, that would have played him. What's this have to do with Tomlin getting blamed? It's more more than like the Pats have enough on the Steelers without them having access to our players. Yeah, I know that. So
1: how do you blame Tomlin? What exactly are you blaming Tomlin for? He,
0: he could have easily kept James under the radar for the rest of the season, released another Why? person on the 53-man roster. Who, who would you release? Who would you in. release? Uh, you know, I'm not really, you know, qualified to say who Oh, F not James not. Harrison.
1: F. James Harrison. What? Accommodate that has-been? Accommodate that mascot? Accommodate that domestic abuser? F. James Harrison. They accommodated him too long, and he repaid them by going to their overlord. F. James Harrison. Let's go to Paul in the car. Paul, you're on with
0: Double F. Hey, Double M, How are you, sir? Good What up. Good. I uh, just wanted to get your input and your knowledge on, would Harrison benefit the Patriots anyway as far as letting them know our defensive schemes or weaknesses? Or Does what it really seem like the up? Patriots need to know that to beat Pittsburgh? I don't believe so. I just was trying to figure out why New England would, would, would want to take him. I, mean, I can't I, figure
1: I, it out either. He's washed up. He's a mascot at this point. I think they might have done it to tweak the Steelers a little bit but I can't see any tangible gain from picking up James Harrison. I just can't. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And getting back to what I said to the prior car. haven't the Steelers accommodated James Harrison long enough? He got cut a billion times back in the day, and they kept giving him chances, and to his credit, he made it big. He earned all of it. Then he goes to Cincy. They bring him back again and keep giving him paycheck after paycheck after paycheck, even though he contributes more and more minimally. It's like no matter what you did for the guy, it wasn't enough. He always wanted more. And now this year, he's stealing paychecks, he's washed up, he's a mascot, and he's dissatisfied, he's grumbling. I'm sure that's why they cut him now. See, again, to reiterate, last year Harrison started playing halfway through the season. They were 4-5, and five, they went to 11-5, he had a good year. I think that was the plan going into this season, too. But T.J. Watt was the first-round pick. He's played very well. He's kept getting better. He's better in pass coverage than Harrison ever was, which lends a, a a more versatile look to that spot with T.J. Watt in there. And at midseason, they're in the middle of an eight-game win streak, and there's no reason, none at all, to make that change. So they didn't. And I think Harrison got pissed and started popping off about it more and more. He told Dale Lally from DK a couple weeks back he would not have signed with the Steelers had he known he wasn't going to play. That's just tough crap. He thinks it's all about him all the time. Let's go to John and Butler. John, you're on with the super genius.
0: Hey, Mark. Big fan, big fan. Thank you very little. Yeah, yeah, the, the, have, the, have the Patriots learned how to beat other teams Not just on the field anymore. Not just on the field. In the in the press box, in the communication between teams, they they they've done this a few times with other players. There there is no doubt that the Patriots did this, at least in great
1: part, to kind of stick it to the Steelers PR wise.
0: Oh hell yeah! You know he may not be able to play on the field anymore, but he knows all the Steeler calls. He's been through. I I don't think they need to know the Steeler calls. To beat them
1: doesn't. like 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 a rented mule, they always beat them. They just did it to f with them, to f with the Steelers, to f with the fan base, and to give their media in Boston
0: an extra knife to stick in. They got a little closer the last game, though. If it wasn't for the uh, alternative judging of rules and oh, did he catch it or not? It, they, they beat. I mean, it wasn't a normal Steelers. Yeah,
1: that that's not that's not what what prompted them to pick up Harrison. Just isn't. Let's go to Miles at Gibsonia. Miles, you're on with Mark.
0: Yeah, hey, Mark. Um, just a quick observation. Most people today, most younger athletes, I think of AB, Lev Belt, and I'm not a intern. They're working on their brand, right? They're trying to elevate themselves maybe for you know second life after their time with the Steelers or whomever. This move by, by Harrison does zero for his brand. Maybe he doesn't have a brand, but if he ever had one, I think he diminished it by this move. I just want your take on that.
1: I don't think Harrison thinks past football. I really think he's going to play. He thinks that he's going to play football forever. I bet he thinks he's going to play next year.
0: It's the invincibility piece, right? But in my view, I mean, listen, he's in the seventh, eighth, or ninth inning of his career. And if he's got any equity within his brand, at least in Pittsburgh, I think he's lost it. I quite frankly see. No, I
1: think he has lost the equity in his brand here in Pittsburgh. But I think he's a jerk. And I think most people... No, he's a jerk, and I don't think his brand was ever going to live much beyond football. Let's talk to Jeff in Penn Hills. Jeff, you're on with Mark.
2: Good day, sir. What up? Hey, uh, I agree with you about Harrison. I I, I mean, I think they should have got rid of him a few months ago. 39 years old.
1: Well, I don't think they should have brought him back this year. Then again, it doesn't matter who the 53rd guy on the roster is. I don't think it matters who the 53rd guy on the roster is in New England either.
2: I agree. He's not going to make the Patriots better. They probably won't even use him. Like you said, they're probably just messing with their psyche just to pick him up to get him.
1: Messing with their psyche? I don't even think it goes that far, brah. I just think they want to piss him off. I think they know it won't have any tangible effect whatsoever. Whether it's Harrison on the field, whether it's him ratting out the playbook and the signals off the field. I just think they want to piss Pittsburgh and the Steelers off, and they've done a good job in that regard. Let's go to Vince in the car. Vince, you on with double M. Vince, you're on the air. Okay, let's forget about Vince and take a break because I've gone too long in this segment anyway. 412 that's four one two three 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 WXDX. You know who got off easy today is the Penguins. That game against uh, Anaheim on Saturday was rock bottom. I think they're worst of the season. They lose 4 0 and did not even look competitive. But now these Steelers uh, cutting Harrison and him signing with New England has kind of obscured the Penguins' problems. If I'm the Pirates and I want to trade Garrett Cole, I trade him today. No one would even notice. 105.9 The X.
0: And now the super genius, Mark Madden.
1: Hey, Mark. I'm super excited to be calling you right now. He's brittle. He's a mind. He's not an arm. He's a brain. He's not a body.
0: The, the X at
1: 105.9. You know an unusual side effect of the Patriots uh, signing James Harrison today? Now, if the Steelers do play New England again in the AFC Championship game, I really want the Steelers to win. I mean, I always kind of root for the Steelers, and always will as long as Ben's the quarterback. I'd like to see him win a third ring. But now, I'd love to see the Steelers beat New England in the AFC Final. Just so that Jerk Harrison wouldn't get the satisfaction, so he wouldn't feel like his perceived disrespect had been somehow avenged. And uh, the only side dish that would make that meal taste better would be if Harrison played in the AFC final and got run over or outmaneuvered by Lev Bell a bunch of times, or if Harrison didn't get a jersey for the AFC final. And I think the latter is much more likely to happen. I'm going to say this mostly for tomorrow, but... Uh, I spoke earlier that far too big a deal was made when Harrison got cut in the first place because uh, the Steelers cut Franco. They cut Franco, they can cut anybody. And James Harrison is a Steeler all-time great and provided memorable moments, one of the most memorable in Super Bowl Forty-Three with that 100-yard interception return. I mean, seriously, tell me a moment in franchise history that really and truly rivals that. But in terms of where Harrison stands on the all-time list, where he ranks on the totem pole, off the top of my head, I got 14 Steelers that are clearly above him in the hierarchy. I mean, clearly, there's more you can debate below them, but I got 14 who are easy calls namely, Bettis, Blunt, Bradshaw, Joe Green, Ham, Harris, Lambert, uh, Stalworth, Swan, Webster, Woodson. They're all in the Hall of Fame. Ernie Stotner, too. So there's 12 right there already in Canton. And then Troy Pulamalu and Ben Roethlisberger who were locks to go into can. So at best, Harrison's 15, and once you got done debating below the level of the 14 I just named, you're probably talking about like 18, 19, 20, somewhere in there. And that's obviously not denigrating. That's pretty good, especially in a storied franchise like the Steelers. But he ain't Joe Green. He ain't Ben Roethlisberger. He ain't Jack Lambert. He's not of that ilk. Let's go to Linda in McMurray. Linda, you're on The Mark Madden Show.
0: Hey, Mark. Belichick is a smart man. He takes all of the Steelers who have been cut, i.e., LeGarrette Blunt. As soon as he was cut, they took him. All Belichick wants is an edge. And yeah, you're right. Harrison is not going to play, but he took the playbook with
1: him. He's got. He knows. Yeah. Does Belichick really need the playbook to beat the Steelers?
0: Yeah, I think he does. Really? Because I didn't.
1: I didn't notice that being necessary a couple weeks back at Heinz Field.
0: Well, he took the Denver's Denver's playbook and won.
1: Yeah, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the Steelers.
0: No, same difference though. No, no,
1: Linda, you're just off base. They in the Brady and Belichick era the Patriots 11 and three against the Steelers. They don't need Harrison to bring the playbook to go to 12 and three. They just don't. They did it because they got a weak pass rush and maybe he can help. Probably not. And they did it to irritate the Steelers, but in terms of, you know, getting the playbook and the signals, I don't buy that at all. And, and, uh, I just don't see where you would think he would think that's necessary. Or you could hang up. I, I, I like to interact. Why do people hang up? Let's go to Jimmy in Steubenville. Jimmy, you're on the Mark Madden show.
2: Double M, what up? What up? Two things. First, James Harrison doesn't even warrant this much attention anymore, number one. And number two, it's easy to see. Well, this is perfect Patriots. for
1: Harrison because he had faded into the background until he got cut and picked up. Now he... Appears to matter again, although I think
2: even he knows he really doesn't. I think it's a more e- of an ego thing for him right now. Much more of an ego thing, yes. And the other thing is, it's easy for anybody to see that the Patriots dominate us. I, I think what we're eleven and two or twelve and two against. They're against the us, Patriots. are eleven and
1: it's, three against the Steelers in the Brady and Belichick era.
2: What I don't understand is is how come the Dolphins can somehow beat them every now and then, and we can't? Win well, the Steelers be beat
1: them every now and then. Nobody beats the Patriots all the time. They're the best team in football uh, since the turn of the millennium.
2: But why can't we do a little bit better?
1: Because they're a lot better than the Steelers. They have a huge edge in coaching, which Belichick has over just about every coach. And the Patriots are one of the rare teams where the Steelers have an edge at quarterback. Not a huge edge, but a definite edge because Brady is arguably... The best of all time. Let's go to Steve and Butler. Steve, you're on with Double M.
0: Hey, Double M. Hey, if you recall, the Patriots or Boston as a city is known as a racist city. If you go back to the Celtics when they had Larry Bird, McHale. Okay, what's that have to
1: do? Well, they had Larry Bird and McHale because they were outstanding players. Not because they were white, but get to your point. Goldman, Wells Walker, Gronkowski. Patriots did this so they could Yeah, goodbye. To goodbye, 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 goodbye. Be relevant. Don't be stupid. Be relevant. Let's go to John and Ambridge. John, you're on with the super genius.
2: Hi, Mr. Madden. Um, I just wanted to weigh in on uh, the New England thing slash James Harrison thing. I do, in fact, think Bill Belichick would at least run through James with the plays and uh, get him Oh, no, there's no question.
1: He'll at least review some of that stuff. And you see, that's why I think Harrison is a traitor. It's one thing to go there and play for them. But to go there after fourteen years with the Steelers and sell them out with the playbook and the signals uh for one playoff run, that's being a traitor. But
2: the thing is, as to what you were saying with the Patriots versus Steelers, they do better against us than they do against any other team in the league. Gronkowski has like almost double the yards against us as he does even. Okay, so what's kids. your point? It, what is that point, though? What's going on that we literally play our worst against them and they play better against us than any other team? What can be done against that? Is I, I, it I can't issue? make
1: that blanket statement that the Steelers play their worst against New England and the Patriots play their best against Pittsburgh. I can't make that blanket statement
2: puts up like 1.2 touchdowns more against the Steelers than he does any other team in the league. Gronkowski... Oh, are you sure gets,
1: about that? Because that sounds like a really inflated number. Not that Grady is...
2: Gronkowski gets 30 more yards... I've got to be honest, I think you're actually
1: making stuff up, but if you're not, you're boring me, so goodbye. I mean, what, what's your point? That the Patriots beat the Steelers? I, I know, I watched the games. Why? I don't know. If I did... I'd tell Tomlin, but I'd make him pay me to do it. Let's go to Ralph in Elwood City. Ralph, you're on with the super genius. And Ralph's gone. Well, now it's time to have fun. Now it's time to ask Mark anything. 412-333-WXDX is the number to call. Um. Once the trade freeze end, the holiday trade freeze for hockey, I think that ends tomorrow. I heard the Penguins were very close to a trade before the trade freeze, uh, but obviously couldn't pull the trigger because of the trade freeze. The Penguins look totally impotent in that four nothing lost to Anaheim Saturday, zero energy, which is why I talked about this earlier with Phil Bork. That's why I would call up some guys from Wilkes. Maybe they're not ready, as I keep getting told by Penguins management, but at the very least, uh, that might ignite some energy. Now, do I think the Penguins are going to rally and make the playoffs? Phil Bork says yes. I also say yes. Uh, They're only three points out of the playoffs, and at some point, something better has to kick in, what with all the talent the Penguins have. And if it doesn't, well, at least the Penguins won the last two Cups, There's a reason no team has won three Cups in a row since 1982. Fatigue. Mental and physical fatigue. Now it's time to ask Mark anything.
0: 412-333-WXDX. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Just
1: all kinds of loose women. Women in various states of moral decay. (laughs) I wasn't
0: kidding. The X at 105.9.
1: Time not to ask Mark anything, brought to you by Chapino Restaurant Cigar Bars, the city's best seafood and chop house. Be sure to check out Chapino in the strip. If you're just tuning in, James Harrison is now a New England Patriot. The Steelers cut him, so he signed with New England. He's already tweeting out chummy photos of him and his new buddy, Tom Brady. Both Donald Trump and ISIS are taking credit for a pushing Harrison to sign with the Patriots. Uh, Not sure if the Patriots realize that it's not a weightlifting contest, that Harrison's not that good at playing football anymore. Now, here's a tweet from a football writer, John Ledyard. He says, James Harrison isn't a stealer because dropping into coverage constantly isn't a great fit for him anymore. Watt and Dupree do it constantly, and that's what Butler wants. It's not because he can't play. He can, and he'll help New England for sure. I disagree with that last part because um, if Harrison could play, Tomlin would not have let him go to New England. Wouldn't have cut him. Look, they know he stinks. That's why they never played him. They know Harrison is washed up. They know Harrison stinks. Let's go to Andrew in the car. Andrew, ask Mark anything.
0: Super G, how is it going? Terrific. First. First, James Harrison might be the biggest Benedict Arnold in the history of Pittsburgh sports. My is about the Penguins. Um, recently, uh, two very plugged-in Canadian broadcasters, Elliot Friedman and Nick Kiprios, have reported uh, hearing... Whitford you said, you, you
1: said two really plugged-in Canadian broadcasters. Who are they?
0: Plugged-in, connected.
1: Yeah, they're Nick not. Kiprios, bro, bro uh, Friedman and Kiprios just throw a lot of crap at the wall to see what sticks. I wouldn't call them plugged-in, but go ahead.
0: Uh, well, both have reported hearing whispers about Chris Letang being uh, being in trade talks and being the big piece that Rutherford might move. What do you uh, you got an opinion on that? I think they think
1: that's logical. I have not heard that that's taking place. And don't forget, Letang has a limited no movement clause in which he dictates twelve teams at season start he will refuse a trade to, and that makes him a bit tougher to deal. Plus, which. With Letang just coming off neck surgery and not playing all that well so far this season, do you really think he'd bring back great return?
0: I think potentially he could. Um, uh, the the Buffalo Sabres have been a team that have been thrown out because they have Evander Kane.
1: You think Ryan. Letang would approve a trade to the Buffalo Sabres?
0: Uh, probably not. That's a fair that's a fair criticism, but we don't know who's on his list. So
1: I, I would bet Buffalo is not a team that he would accept a trade to. And I wouldn't trade Chris Letang anyway. Too much upside. So I do not expect him to be traded. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Tim in Lawrenceville. Tim, ask Mark anything.
2: Hey, Double M. How's it going? Great. Uh, my question is, what WWE heel turn would you compare the Harrison uh, turn to? If I would guess, I would say the the Eve low blow to Ryder at WrestleMania. Yeah, nobody
1: cares about that. Uh, let's go to Rob in Murraysville. Rob, ask Mark anything.
2: How are you doing? Uh...
1: What's your favorite liquor? Uh, that's actually a good question. Right now, it's probably Tito's Vodka. That's the hard liquor I probably indulge in the most. Last night, I tried to open a bottle of champagne. I couldn't get it open. The cork broke off in the neck, and I couldn't get it out. But luckily, my vodka bottle was already open. So there you go. Champagne, not hard liquor. Yes, I know that. Leaves the line open for Ask Mark Anything, Four one two three three wxdx Let's go to Brian in Coriopolis. Brian, ask Mark anything.
2: Hey, Mark. How's it going? Terrific. Hey, um, we know Pittsburgh's too small to host the Super Bowl, but what do you think of us uh, hosting a college bowl game? I
1: wouldn't care at all. Why would you want that to happen?
2: I mean, it's a little boost to the city. There's already like 30 bowl games, so why not? Yeah, like I mean,
1: you know they wouldn't get like one of the playoff bowl games, right? No, yeah. Yeah, I I hope that never happens. One more thing to clutter up an already too cluttered Pittsburgh sports scene.